You're now listening to Shot vs. Smiles. This is episode three of Shot vs. Smiles. Oh, man, we already acting up, so you know this is going to be a good one. Uh, it's your boy, Shot Navisky, a.k.a. Shot 41, a.k.a. Mr. Uh, 2 and one because the Mavs are 2 and one Somebody scored eight points when they could have scored 18. Maybe we would have won that sucker, but, hey, I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> um, the mayor of Oak Cliff, I am happy that you guys are starting to call me that because now – um josh's self-appointed nickname for me doesn't feel weird anymore because i'm like man maybe you know maybe maybe this can parlay into something man that's pretty dope um and of course i'm here with josh go ahead do your thing man (laughs) uh it's your boy josh aka smiles aka the hip-hop adam chapter aka la josh james aka t-shirt tom brady AKA, even though I don't have any snacks on me, AKA Snacks McGee. Oh, man. So that's it. Beans, mm. Suburban Bully. Mm, okay. Because, man, I was watching backstage and I was half asleep. I forgot Beanie Seagull was in that. And he looked back and he was smirking. I said, Why is Josh on? tour with Jay-Z and DMX. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> I woke up. I was like, oh, man, it's Beanie Seagull. I was like, man, he do like that fool. I was like, God, dog. That man look like Beanie, Beanie Seagull for real. But anywho, so again, this is episode Trace of Shy vs. Smiles. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We had to bring you the remix, right? So, before I go into my experience uh, this weekend, what what has Mr. Music Impulse been up to? Uh, you know, just working. Um, uh, dropped a couple Music Impulse episodes this week. Shout out to um my guys EXO and Nine from Best Show in Town, and then um my girl uh Lori Ann of Anxiety the Mother Podcast. And then you know Friday I went to the Best Show in Town show <laughs> it just still feels worth saying best show in town show but um went to that friday night it was it was super dope it was at uh o'reilly's pub and bar uh when i went in it was like some rock group performing and i'm like oh okay so there's really just you know different artists <laughs> yeah yeah so um they didn't they didn't get to go on until like an hour after what they said they were supposed to go on because it was like they said, "Oh yeah, we're going on at nine thirty, and it was nine forty, and the the other group was still performing." I'm like, "When when are y'all gonna be done?" <laughs> but the uh, the other group finally finished up around ten o'clock, and then it was like a kind of I wouldn't say intermission, but I guess like a thirty minute intermission setup time for them to set up and get ready. So they finally hit the stage at like ten thirty, but they said they had an hour set, and eleven thirty came, and they they was done. <laughs> But that mm. one, that one hour was fire. It was high energy. It was dope. I I can 
definitely tell why they won best label from um the dallas um observer because just they show between five five guys on stage together the 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 way that you know they had like exo and momo doing doing the hooks and then the other guys kind of like rapping when they weren't rapping and just the camaraderie they have on stage and the presence and i was like yo these guys could really rock some really huge um concerts and stages i could just tell because they've really been working on their craft for for so long so shout out to the guys from best show in town um they definitely invited me to come on and actually see them in the studio they're like yo we do best show in town thursday they're like you just gotta pull up on us one thursday and just see how we do it in the studio see how we get down so i definitely plan to do that real soon so shout out to them that, that was a, definitely a dope experience i i enjoyed it it was good to I guess you say, be back outside. Yeah, I mean, even though I, even though I was definitely masked up in there, but it was a whole lot of people who weren't masked. Up. I was like, I don't know, y'all. They, they called on them. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, right. and then I, I even saw one, one of the dudes. Uh, was like, hey, you Josh, right? I'm like, hey, I'm like, oh yeah, are you? He was like, work at Dallas Cowboys. I used to work there too. I was like, oh yeah, what up? And so that 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 was so he he was like, what, what are you doing here? I was like. I was like, yeah, the dudes uh, up there, uh, nine and XR just had him on my podcast. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember you doing the podcast. He was like, uh, X XO, that's my cousin. That's like, that's my first cousin. I was like, oh, for real? He was like, yeah, that's my first cousin. I was like, oh, that's what's up. So that was that was dope to see somebody I, I, that I used to work with and, and point point me out and was like, yo, yeah, what's up? Even with a mask on, ah, very interesting. <laughs> But yeah, that overall, yeah, it, it was dope. What what about you, sir? Uh, I know you went to the, the game. The game game was a game. Yeah, game three the other day for the math. Yeah, it was game three. Well, I thought it was gonna be three and zero, but uh, yeah, again, I ain't mad. You know, everybody scores eight points after they get one hundred fifty eight million dollars. It's just the way it is. Um, as long as they yeah. win that game for it, they, they just need to win this. The good old Dallas Cowboys magic. You know what I'm saying? Give you a lot of money, then you just underperform. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it was a lot going on with the tickets. Uh I'm not uh I told you off mic what happened. I'll give you an update on that event, on that situation. I got a ticket for the night and I'm on the first floor. Anyway. <laughs> nice, 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 yeah, nice. Yeah. I told I told you I, you talked about it on uh classic experience. I had to say what I had to say and do what I had to do, and now I'm on the first floor. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, for season ticket holders, I think I've talked about this on the show many of times. Of course, I'm a season ticket holder for the Mavs. I love going in there. Um, I got something I can't wait to talk on the next episode about that I get to do um, today, March 29th. Was it March 29th, March 30th? March 30th. 30th. May 30th. May 30th. Uh sure. Days run by over here. Anyway. So of course the season ticket holders got to get their tickets first for the playoffs. We always get like first dibs. Then all of a sudden it was supposed to be like uh 30% still capacity. Uh so after game two, when we were up two and oh, uh Mark even decided to up it to half 50% capacity. Then before I knew it, it was 60. Now it is 80%. So what happened was this. There was a lot of gaps and spaces in the arena, right? 
So what the Mavericks did was make all of those tickets and the 300s $10. So I called them Rona tickets because that's pretty much what they are. <laughs> they Rona tickets, man. It's because, uh, yeah, you just want to fill out the arena. And was it packed? Yes, very much so. Um, I wish um, they did like how Staples is doing, had a vaccinated section and a uh, non-vaccinated section. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, yeah, I saw a lot of people maskless because some people was telling me that, yeah, they said uh, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And I was like, hmm. I didn't get that memo because I still had to fill out that survey and I had to wear a mask. Even said on the sign that you had to wear a mask. So I don't know. Who capping? But I'm just going to say that the sign said wear a mask. Mm. And they were giving away masks as a part of, uh, like, there was a mask on every seat. So, again, okay. somebody lying. Somebody lying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they gave you, like, a mask to get in. But then, like I said, they had masks on the seats. But, anyway, uh, it was like a clad. It was your typical playoff game. It was crazy. I mean, I have this. Catch twenty two with normalcy. It was cool seeing all those people there, everybody cheering, high five, beer drinking, everybody, big lines to the bathroom, all the stuff I didn't necessarily miss, but I did miss because you know, it's when That's the city's the on one accord. Yeah. yeah, it's when the city's on one accord. So, like I said, it was electric. It was fun. It was good seeing people that I know. Off of social media and stuff like that. Because if you're a Mavs fan, hey, you can you catch me at the arena. I'll talk to you. We'll talk about Mavs. If you're a listener of the show, talk to me about the show. Um, tell me what the other losers tell me. Oh, I don't like the way you sound. I don't like the way you look. But hey, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, y'all. But yeah, it was just fun being in that atmosphere. Um, for old times' sake, I've probably. Oh man, I think since like 2012, 2013, I've never missed a playoffs. Like as long as the Mavericks were in the playoffs, I went to at least one game. So yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool experience. But of course, we didn't win. And that's what made it suck. Cause again, somebody was breaking everything. Literally had like two or three good shots. Literally. And the fact that they let Reggie Jackson bust them trades like that. And Marcus Morris ended up getting um, senior, ended up getting fouled out, and he was busting trades. They were letting the L.A. Clippers shoot like the Golden State Warriors, and it was pissing me off. <laughs> I told you, I, I was at the event and sitting next to some dude, and he literally was like, yo, where is he at on the court? And I was like, he right there. He was, he was there. Like, he was like, shit, he is. He was like, he ain't doing nothing. So I didn't even know that he, he wasn't not. He was the- doing his best Casper impression, my boy. It was he horrendous. Was like, That's how you know he wasn't doing it. I was like, yeah, he right there. And he was like, oh, shit. That's how I know yeah, he I tried so hard not to get mad, bro. I started getting mad at Luca, and Luca had 44 points. <laughs> <laughs> Luca had 44, and I was like, nah, you're bricked. Watch your brick. And I'm like, I looked up at the score. I was like, oh, man, he got like almost 50 points. <laughs> I'm tripping. Like, I was just mad like, at the world. 
Yeah, because like by that time, like I'm just mad at every shot that you y'all not. Man, I was man, every brick was just starting to like get to me. And the people around me were just laughing because you couldn't see my all you do is see my like expressions mm-hmm. and hear the little things I was saying, but you couldn't like, you know. So I just had it looking so animated because again, when I'm at the mass game, that's my happy place. So I'm acting out, you know. So yeah, all in all, like I said, it was good to have a sense of normalcy, but it still kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies a little bit because you don't know who had their two shots yeah. of the uh, Pfizer or the J&J or the uh, Moderna. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make it sound like drinks. <laughs> I had a little bit of that Pfizer. I'm like, oh, man, for real, me too, man. Two shots, two shots, bruh. <laughs> Let me get that lady. Let me get that two lady two shots of Moderna. <laughs> Put it on my tab. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. the government's tab. But anyway, yeah, like I said, uh, game four, I'm going to be there uh, tonight, Mark, May 30th. Um, I get to meet somebody before the game. I get to be a part of a little focus group or whatever. Um, like I said, I'll tell y'all next episode. Uh, if you follow me on social, you'll probably see a little picture or something. Uh, yeah, so ho- ho- like hopefully by uh, next week's episode, they actually hear you saying that they won, hopefully. Oh, the whole yeah, they should win the whole series. Uh, cause I got my ticket from AXS at uh for the Staples, so I might go up there for that game five. I'm gonna work out the details on game five, but I'm thinking about it. I didn't got my ticket up, my game ticket already. I just gotta find me somewhere to stay and probably blow a bag on a flight because. Y'all really going outside because now flights are back to normal price. <laughs> I could have went to LA for ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Now I can't. <laughs> yeah, because I uh I heard Parks talk about that um uh, a little bit on on the JBP because they're talking about how like yeah prices is going up. He was like, oh yeah. He's like, because he said a couple weeks ago when they took like the little week hiatus, he said he got lucky for a round trip for him and his girl to go to I think they said Jamaica for three hundred dollars. They like three hundred dollars. He was like. He was like, "Yeah, them prices were still low." He was like, I, "We did a whole round trip for three hundred dollars." They're like, "That's just your ticket now." <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. But yeah, I'm still gonna make it work. Um, like I said, um, if I borrow a dollar, you know me, I used to give it back like in five minutes. He's like, "I thought you needed a dollar." Man, I just want to see if you give it to me. <laughs> I just want to see if you. I want to see if you let me hold it, man. All right, man. You a good friend. <laughs> Why did you do that? I just, I just want to see. <laughs> I'm the mayor. You know I'm good for it. I'm, I'm good for it. Let me borrow five dollars. Then I'll say you get like a Zell note. Shot Miller said five dollars, dude. I literally just gave it to you. I know. I just want to see if you still my friend. I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> the transaction hasn't even fully settled yet. I was like, hey, I just want to see if you're my boy. <laughs> Testing your loyalty. I'm trying to see what's going on here. But yeah, um, yeah, I might I might go out there for that. Um, because I really do think Luca was supposedly not going to play um tonight, but he is, so I'm very optimistic for that. I'm hoping that they limit somebody else's points because if you're going to just shoot eight, sit down. You know what I'm saying? Get somebody else a chance. So we'll yeah, see. Especially when your your supposed co-star is uh, injured. And that means you got to step it up. If you, if you know your co-star is 
ain't fully 100 up you got to get that mindset hey i gotta step up and ball out this game i'm telling you again luca finna do his thug thizzle but the other guy i'm trying not to get on him but anyway um what else is on the docket for Shostrodon. I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean, I like I said, I think that he's not being utilized correctly by the uh, staff. But again, it, this is not a sports show, so again, I will not talk about that. So yes, Josh, what else is on the docket for today? Do you <laughs> well, want to keep it at home? Do you want to keep it at home? Um. Let's- Let's see what we can go with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I got I got the best segue. Supposedly, this person was like at a club or a strip club or something like that. Uh like after a game or something like that. So yeah, let's say, you know, I'm gonna use that to segue into this with this line right here. Hopefully, that young lady was at least 21 years old. So, Greg Abbott signs a bill that now requires adult entertainers, ladies who uh, get dollars thrown at them, to be 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 Right. Okay. <laughs> How do I feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, hmm. I was going to say, before we got into the, to, to the jokes, I was like, the on... First, on the serious note, I'm trying to go ahead. I was like, oh, I'm ready to joke. But then when I read what happened, Why? I like, yeah, I was like, okay. So, for those that don't know, um, uh, Governor Abbott, Governor uh, Professor X, uh, Governor Wheels, no, nah, don't do him like that. He ain't no Professor X, he's Professor D. For <laughs> dummy. I hate that fool, bro. And go ahead. Um, but um, this might be the only cool thing he done did. So go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, this past this past Monday, he signed into law Senate Bill three fifteen that requires those working at sexually oriented businesses to be twenty one or older. They said it came from after last month a group of human trafficking survivors that included former strippers and relatives of women who died from human trafficking said sexually oriented businesses are breeding grounds for human trafficking and no place for teenagers with the amount of access they have to drugs and alcohol. And so when I read that, I was like, damn. It makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's cool for I'm cool. It's cool for what it's for. Um again, that's something that I've like I said, I was gonna joke about it because I was like, okay. <laughs> I say, like, hopefully the fake IDs don't start coming out again. But no, nah, uh, the Texas IDs are starting to get more high tech, so you might can't uh, forge that. But what it really is is that it's something. Again, I've talked about it before about human tra- trafficking, especially like if y'all listen to past episodes, I definitely talked about where women were literally getting kidnapped in Ubers, right? you know, and being sold or being uh, sexually assaulted or something like that. So, you know, this is very smart. I know a lot of people are like, well, what did I'm like, no, I understand a young lady may think she's attractive or something like that, may want to go into that line of work, but I'm like, nah. That's usually what happens to them anyway. They get turned out and then, you know, they lost in this world. So it's smart. It's smart. I like, I, I like it. 
Yeah, because um, I literally just thought about the chicks that who are actually really in college or like young moms of really putting themselves through college because of having to, you know, dance at one of those sexually oriented businesses. I'm like, damn, what they going to do? Like, because it really is a lot of women out here that are going to class during the day, maybe going to see their kid real quick in the afternoon. And but then at night they got to go put in that work and, you know, dance at a, at a, a, a bar or a club or be a bartender or whatever and actually have to do what they do because to help them really pay for their meals and their kids and classes and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, child care and all that stuff like that. But see, this is where you get the cash 22 at. You definitely don't want to get nobody no benefits. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at you now, Greg Abbott. Like, so if that's the only thing she know how to do is be attractive or something like that, you gonna up the you gonna up that Lone Star card. Right. <laughs> what you about to do now? And plus, for for me, it just added to the long list of because it seemed like for like the last month, Texas has been passing some bullshit law. Exactly, and they've all been they all got one culprit, him. Yes. <laughs> uh, when I when I heard that, I was just like, "What this? Like, this is the first decent thing me? he's done." <laughs> All year, you know what I'm saying? And Not I, for the past two or three years, this is the first decent thing he's done. And just immediately because I saw that it was him, I was like, what the fuck does this nigga do now? Like, what the? And then you read, like, okay, I understand. But it's just like, but I, nah, feel, I feel um, like, man, what the fuck does this nigga do right now? But nah, like, straight up, it's, um, like, some of them, like I said, they used to be lying some day 18, and they really be 16, 17, going up in there doing that. Mm-hmm. So for them now that twenty one, with the with you know you gotta have everything on the up and up. Yeah, it's smart. It's a smart idea because again, you don't want to get caught up out here. Um, it's sad how a woman can get a young lady, especially, can get used like that and then discarded like nothing. Yeah, so it makes sense, and I'm surprised that that came out of a person that um, is disabled himself but has yet denied benefits for disabled people. That that's that is the weirdest 180. Right. You in are human history. People. Like how do you you said I'd rather help this young lady who wants to strip. But hey, you in a wheelchair like me? Hey, tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it, but you know, like I said, it, it's a good look for him. He finally realized that he's not a tyrant. He's a governor. So shout out to Greg Abbott. Mm-hmm. Now it'll be the first and last time you ever hear me say shout out to Greg Abbott. <laughs> ever. <Right. laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't I, I don't even care. Like we might as well just go, go on to the next step. What you want to talk about now, sir? Man, I'm trying to think. Cause like I said, this docket is this doc is pretty good. I wish I could see. Oh, one day we're gonna just like put the outline out there. We're like, before we talk about this, here, yeah, this is what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna give you the script. I guess um something we can talk about real quick. Ah, Segu. Um is not the Segu. Know, my 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 show, The Flash. <laughs> I was about to say, go ahead, flash forward to that. Because when you <laughs> sent me that, I was like, you realize I have still 
not watch The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> you realize that, right? I have still not watched it, so I have no idea <laughs> what you are talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, some news came out the the other day that this season, season seven, is going to be the premiere of my guy Bart Allen, aka Impulse. Uh, he will be played by actor Jordan Fisher, and those that just know me you know that The Flash is my one of my favorite heroes. I love the whole Flash family. Uh, I love the fact that even that they, they got the the new Wally West is is black. I don't. I really didn't care for the one that that played on the show, uh, personally because uh, the fact that he went on. He just. I know in real life he went on to like follow his like career and music or whatever and then he came out the closet and whatnot but it was just like yeah i'm about it <laughs> you, you mess up the show because they had more stuff they wanted to do with you and you know you're just like hey yeah nah acting that really ain't what he I'm did all that because he wanted to be jesse smollett mm. good <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh yeah but uh they said he's gonna he's gonna make his uh debut in episode 150, and they said the synopsis for Bart Allen is Bart is the fastest teenager on the planet, but due to Bart's penchant for a wildly impulsive behavior, his stunned parents Barry and Iris will have their hands full trying to teach their new son patience. Um, because they, I guess the whole synopsis is that he just like in the cartoon and the comics, he's gonna be the Bart Allen from the future, and he's running to the past to change something so but they said instead of unlike in the comics and the cartoons where he's their grandson in the show they're actually making him his son Mm. making him their son and they also said it's going to be the return of Nora west allen who played the character excess and um she was a a creative character just for the show and she played their daughter but back in season five the season ended with her disappearing from the whole entire timeline as if she never existed, but Bart and Iris still have the memories of her existing. So the fact that somehow she's going to come back and then she's going to play XS and then Bart Allen's going to play Impulse. So I'm actually excited to see that. I haven't, I've only seen like the first two episodes of this new season because I'd rather just wait for it the whole season to end because the last couple of seasons I really haven't been that excited about the flash because every season it's he's battling a speedster and i'm just like why do you have to write a speedster every season what about these other characters and villains that you have in your catalog so uh this will be the second full season that i pretty much just waited i'm gonna wait till the season is up to watch the whole thing so i'm really just excited to actually see impulse on screen because like i said that's literally like my favorite ever since i saw him on um Young Justice, and I was like, "Yo, I, I like this dude. He he's funny. He's just a kid. Just like, hey, like un- unlike my dad who had to hide it, he does not. I don't. I don't want to hide that I'm a speedster. Like, nigga, I'm fast. You can't fuck with me. Like, my, my I might friend, have to actually start. I might actually have to start from the beginning and watch the flag. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I just really just can't wait to see that on on screen and see how that goes. Um, I got to keep my my um. Uh, Hopes tempered because it is CW and it's the Flash and like I said, they've kind of disappointed me the last couple seasons, which is why instead of like I usually do watch it week to week, I've literally just like nah, I will just wait for the whole season to just drop and 
run it through because I'm pretty sure y'all gonna make me upset. And then on top of the fact that they take like winter breaks and spring breaks and all this shit, and it's like, oh yeah, spring break, we're gonna be off for the next six weeks. And it's like, no, <laughs> just give it to me all one right now. So, but yeah, I can't wait to see the whole season at the end of the season and check it out. So I'll probably give a, a recap once that happens, whenever that is. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm slightly interested. <laughs> I'm slightly interested in the flash. Like I said, I might, I might like start it, and then I'll just tell you, yo, okay, this happened. Okay, that happened. Wow. Okay, explain this. Cause like I said, I like the Flash in the comic book form. Yeah. I'm, and you know me when it comes to DC, it's like not that many characters that I like in DC. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, Flash. If you were a Marvel character, I probably would have paid attention. But since you are not, I have not paid attention outside of a comic book. I am sorry. So I'm glad you were excited. When you sent me that, I was like, you really? I'm like, you've never heard me talk about like Batman. The only thing I think the only DC character I've ever talked about was like Nightwing or the Joker. Yeah, that's my nigga. <laughs> and those are only two I like, really. Yeah, I want Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman. I like Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, out of She's DC, Night, Nightwing definitely is like my favorite favorite, but Flash is definitely my, my second favorite. So I'm just like, bro, you ain't said Nightwing getting a series. You ain't said Wonder Woman coming yet. to have TV. You out, have you checked out the Titans series yet? No. Uh, yeah, you should check. When you get a moment on, on, on HBO Max, go check, check out the Titans series. All right, then. Now so the, I'll, st- now I'll, the, I'll stop. I'll stop my my uh, binge watching of Michael Che for this. <laughs> but I'll stop for you, okay? <laughs> yeah, I was like, cause uh, like I said, our our, our guy Nightwing, uh, even though he doesn't show up in these first couple seasons, they teased it at the end of the most recent season that that's how the third season is going to start off with him. Oh, um, that's a bit. He's finally going to don the the Nightwing. Um, Persona. Good old black and blue. Yeah. Okay, then. All right, then. That's a bet. All right. So I can't so wait. So I, so I have to get my Nightwing fix on uh the uh. Why do I always forget the name of this video game? Uh, injustice. Yeah. Now, now I can finally watch myself just playing as I'm on Injustice One and Two. Which they they they're actually going to come out with an Injustice um cartoon movie uh i think they said either what yeah they they announced they're gonna have an injustice cartoon uh based off the video game coming i think at 2022 okay that's a bit i like i like um injustice because you can turn riding into um black lightning oh yeah (laughs) so anytime i want to like because i have not watched the last couple seasons of black lightning yeah, um, my brother, my brother. Oh, yeah, I've already told you. Um, I don't think I've said it on here, but yeah, like my brother's like, man, you missed a lot. Da, da, da. I was like, no, nah, after it looked like China and McClane wasn't coming back. <laughs> yeah, that, that was actually that was the, ep- the last episode I watched because I was just like, what is going? Thank and, you. And the way they and did, then, it, like, I, like, I think my, I think it was you and my brother that said, oh, and they just replaced her. I said, what? That makes me not want to watch it. Like, why would you tell me that? Like, now I'm really not interested anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I knew she wasn't going to. They said she stops, like, part with the I was like, 
this is like the third episode into the season. That you did. I was like, and the way they did it, I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to. I was like, I'll wait till the season is over. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Once, once y'all told me that little tidbit, I said, oh, well, I'm not tuning in anymore. <laughs> yep, you I'll- have lost me as a viewer. I am sorry because this doesn't make any sense. Yep, I learned. I mean, I understand her personal reasons of why she did it, but how they did it on the show was lame. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that's why I was like, no, I'll just wait to the end of the season and <laughs> and watch all this because this is some bullshit. <laughs> and you know, you know my uh, reaction, and this is why I don't support DC characters. <laughs> yep, I've definitely heard that from a people. This like, is why they like smiles. If you ain't watching the bullshit, and I already wasn't watching the bullshit, you know it's some bullshit. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, that's the first. That was my first reaction, and this is why DC never gets any of my money. <laughs> Except for Suicide Squad. That's the only time you guys got me. Other than that, no. <laughs> In the words of Carmen, screw you guys and I'm going home. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, but like, again, I think, man, what was the last, I'm going to be real with you. What was the last DC-oriented WB slash CW show I actually watched? You won't be surprised. Smallville. Wow, yeah, that's the only one. I mean, because, like, of course, I mean, like, in its entirety from beginning to end, mm-hmm. without missing, was Smallville. Um, yeah, because I, I bought the series, I probably watched that Smallville series like three times. <laughs> yeah, it was because it was actually well done, it was well written, and that's when like WB was in a bag when it came to television shows, except for them black ones they kept canceling. But we ain't gonna talk about those on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the, um, the episode uh the series was pretty good. And then like I said, what brought me back was Black Lightning, and then they did that stupid thing with China and McLean and it just turned me off. And I said, I gave, I was about to give y'all another chance. And what you do, you drop the ball right in front of me, knowing I'm gonna talk about it. But here we go. So anyway, like I said, I could diss DC all day. You know, but uh, let me get on something that kind of helped my bag. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Amazon announced that they bought MGM for eight billy, a billion, uh, a billion, not Christina you. million, but a billion. You know what I'm saying? So I saw something very interesting. He started the the uh, the quarantine because he hey he said hey this this woman's took half my money. Y'all gotta go in the quarantine. I, mean, I gotta re up, you know what I'm saying? But let me tell you something about that though. Cause I, I, I hit you up that morning and I said, Hey, you bought the AMC stock like I told you, right? And he said, Yeah. And it was looking lovely. Mm-hmm. That thing almost hit 40 bones, bro. I was like, I told y'all to get them cinema stocks. I told y'all, man. I even bought a couple of uh, MGM stocks. I'm actually, I'm going to do it live right now and see where my MGM stock is at right now. Um, I only probably bought, missed the squeeze. I, I bought, well, I bought two shares. They was at $39.66 right now, currently, because it's the weekend. It's at $42.92 right now. Oh, man, only, wait till, but I only bought two shares, so. Wait till Tuesday, bro. Wait till Tuesday. It's going to look crazy. But, yeah, I woke up. Um, because see, when I was telling everybody to buy AMC, it was four dollars. It was four dollars. Mm-hmm. Am I lying? Yep, it was about two, yeah, it was about two, three, four dollars, right? Yep, because my and, AM, 
I forgot what I told you about my AMC ones at. Um, uh, folks was trying to hit me with that. They're gonna file for bankruptcy. I said, nah, <laughs> y'all dummies going back outside. Don't 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 play yourself. <laughs> y'all going back outside. Please that. <laughs> y'all going to the movies, trust me. Even though they keep showing you them uh videos of like literally being a rat in the movie theater, you're going back. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh yeah, my AMC ones, I, I bought them at three dollars and forty six cents. And how much are they worth now? Should it still be like I think it's like twenty something dollars still. Twenty six dollars and twelve cents. There it is. They said my total game would be one hundred forty eight dollars and sixty one cents. There it is. I told everybody. I said buy AMC, buy it. But I mean, buy it now. I don't know. Y'all missed the squeeze. Uh, I'm no. I'm not a uh, professional CPA or stockbroker or something like that but i read enough and i told this young man here so he spent about he got eight shares so he spent about like what 20 something yeah, dollars about, about like three dollars about 24 25 dollars 25 dollars now he is up 100 something dollars come on y'all yep. come on y'all so that's why i said i was like yo when folks start going back to the movies all these like MGM stocks, uh, AMC, uh, Center World, all that stuff. That stuff gonna go. That stuff's gonna skyrocket. Mm-hmm. The only thing I hate about this whole debacle was this. I went to the movies like probably a few months ago, and I saw the New Mutants. <laughs> and you know my story about the New Mutants. Yeah, that was. See, I almost was done with Marvel too that day. <laughs> That's how bad the New Mutants was. Yeah, I, it should have been named something else, but I'm not gonna say what I also said it was called. But yeah, so basically, like I said, y'all, that's that's really a big move for Jeff Bezos, but it's also a big move for um, what they said was going to die, uh, industry that was going to die due to the fact that you can um, watch movies at home via HBO Max or. Showtime, so on and so forth. But are, would you rather pay ten dollars to just go to the movies? I mean, of course not, minus concessions, stuff like that. Oh, uh, would you pay forty bucks to sit there and watch it on Disney Plus at your house? Right. Think, yeah, think which, about it. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I thought about that too, especially with <laughs> movies like Corella coming out, and then that new rock movie that he got with Disney. Uh, I was like, why would I want to pay twenty five dollars to? Rent it off of Disney Plus when I could just pay ten to go see that theater. But then I was talking to someone uh, at work, and he was like, "Bro, <laughs> he's like, for me, I actually save money by renting it off of Disney Plus." He's like, "I got two kids and my wife and me." He was like, "I'm like, oh, oh okay." Yeah. I was like, yeah. "I was like, you know, I was like, when you think about the family aspect, they yeah, save makes money. sense. you eating at home and you just sitting on your couch. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You ain't got to drive back home. Everybody can go to their room, go to bed. It's over." But from like our perspective, it's like, yeah, I mean, I ain't necessarily, I ain't necessarily gotta eat there, you know what I'm saying? I can right. eat after or before and then go to the movies or sneak them on. in. <laughs> you know how I do it. Uh, I took I took a whole thing, I took a whole elote plate in that mug one time. 
Nigga, why you wear a hoodie? Shut up. Man, boy, let me tell you, I always wear a hoodie. It'd be like 95 degrees outside. Man, it's cold inside these Y'all know it get cold in these Like, burr. <laughs> man, is that a... Man, it's like, is that a Reese's cup hanging out your pocket? I'm like, hey, my business. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I was, just for some details also, I was going to mention, I read in the Variety article about it, they said for Amazon snap snatching up MGM, which has more than four thousand movies and seventeen thousand TV shows in its catalog, they said it's a way to supercharge Prime's video service with a slew of well-known entertainment titles. In addition, Amazon is anticipating being able to mine the MGM properties like Pink Panther, Rocky, and the Double Seven. I was just about to say that. Yeah, for new original Rocky. TV shows and stuff. So. We might get like some new TV shows, new different movies offsets now that the Amazon's with them. So I, w- I wouldn't mind like a 007 TV series or something like that. I wouldn't mind that. I, I want to say they tried. Um, but I might be thinking because I think Pierce Brosnan was Remington Steel, I believe the show was called. And it was pretty much the same premise. <laughs> it was pretty much the same thing. Um, or was it Timothy Dalton? It was one of those two. It was either Timothy Dalton. You know, I love James Bond, so I remember all those actors. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, they've tried to do a secret agent man television show, so and it never pans out. Because you, it's something, think about 007 series, it's cinematic. You mm-hmm. have to, It has to be a movie. Mm-hmm. You cannot get that same aspect on a weekly television show. I don't think. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, now in 2021, I feel like they literally would just have to record that all, like, all whatever, eight, nine, ten episodes. Just, hey. Oh, yeah, that you'd have to drop it as a Netflix series or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you could binge watch it. Other than that, no, nah, you could not sit there and wait on ABC or NBC or CW or something and be like, okay, and then what? Nah. With James Ooh. Bond, you want to see James Bond get to the end and get to the woman <laughs> right then and there. You do not want to wait <laughs> for him to finish. Which also from this article, I love the uh, I think it was the Amazon guy, or the MGM guy. They said, with this parent, they said, unlike streaming services like Netflix, but I was like, oh, they threw the shot, they threw his name, they named out there. They're like, unlike Netflix, we are committed to the theatrical experience for our movies. Oh, I didn't thank you for saying that. Duh, Amazon Prime. I mean, they better put like the Rocky and Creed movies on Amazon Prime for the F and stop charging. What is it, two ninety nine for the day? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Nah, I heard you own these movies now. Give it to me for free, man. Yeah. So I need, I need this deal to hurt because it probably won't be for like what another six months to nine months or whatever. Oh, you know they're gonna throw a big announcement. Yeah. All these MGM titles are now available on Amazon Prime. I just want to see that lion roar again. That lion, man. Because, like I said, uh, Creed. Uh, we'll see what Stallone says about that. Because they kept telling us it was gonna be a third one. I was like, who's he gonna fight now? Club of Lane song? Like, who's he gonna fight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try to so, see what he's gonna do in this third movie. Yeah. So hopefully we get to see that. Um, and Jeff Bezos will be at the premiere, and we'll be like, dang, that's crazy. But anywho. So, like I said, I love this docket. I want to go into, I've already talked about basketball. 
But this fool just keeps going. Kwame Brown. I never thought in a million years that I would want to talk about Kwame Brown. Right. That's where I am with this situation. Wow. You again. That's how it feels. Like. That's how it feels. You again. I thought you were out of my life forever. And here you go, come crawling back. So, okay. Long story short, uh, who was the guest on All the Smoke? It was... It was Arenas. It was... And then no chill Gill, aka Hibachi, aka Agent Zero, aka I keep my blicky in the locker room. Uh, he was <laughs> he went on the show, said something, and then about it, it, they said Walker, what's the name? The uh, the owner of the Lakers. I, I heard the clip of hers too, Jenny, Jenny Bus, Jenny Bus. Yeah, it was them, them two combined because. When I heard that clip, when he was like, "Yeah, we made the the trade um, for Paul Gasol, and we got the, and we, we we gave up and uh, and stack and stack was like uh, uh, one player." She was like, "No, it was two players." He was like, "Nah," and I'm like, "Yeah, I heard that shot." It's like, "Yo, we traded yeah. two players." <laughs> he was like, "No, nah, it was really like just one." <laughs> yeah. See, and then of course, you know Matt Barnes and. Stack, they 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 sniggling and giggling, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so out of the shadows comes the number one former number one draft pick, right? And when I say he went in on them too, and I still just laugh because he's just gonna been asked him in DC about mama's cooking. I don't know, yeah, I was like, every other day, <laughs> a few, a few uh, clips to figure out, like. Oh, mama's cooking. He's talking about him, like just going in. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about like the way he talk, you know what I'm saying? How he yeah. moved, you know what I'm saying? I ain't know what he was talking about either. But yeah, so basically, if you follow Kwame Brown's bus life on YouTube, he literally goes live every single morning. Yeah, no, if it's I, not Stephen A. Smith, he's been doing this for months. Like he's literally he's been doing this for months. Like he's going if you mention his name, the man is gonna bring you up. And talk about how your mom, how you, your mama's son, she must have raised a punk and blah, blah, blah. Jamel All had, while he in a pickup uh, truck or something. Like he was like, I didn't even mean it. I was, I was just trying to be fun. I wasn't even trying to talk about you. Uh, she was violent. You doing trouble? Get out of, get out of the man's war, Jamel. Get yeah. the man's battle. She was like, what? I, I was not talking about. You. I was just trying to make a joke that you chose. You don't care. He don't, <laughs> right. care. he don't care. Like I said, it's because it's the most relevant he's been. So. I heard niggas on other platforms. They're like, I don't even want to really talk about this because I don't want him to think I'm, t- I'm talking about him. Like, I'm just well, see. Luckily for us, our platform isn't big enough for him to ever like. I mean, what them boys know about? Because eh. I said, first of all, Kwame, nah, you don't nah. Put I, I get address. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, the two mama son, the two mama sons just gonna have to have a conversation. Uh, listen, uh, these two do two, they, they ain't nobody up in uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, who, who are they in Dallas? Texas? They suck just like the cow. What? 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 Look, it'll be two mama sons going at it. He don't want that. Um. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So basically, he's just been going on Stephen A. Smith, but Stephen A. Smith had the funniest comeback. Stephen A. Smith showed like what it was a minute or two minute clip. Mm-hmm. Of Kwame Brown in the NBA, 
And then the funniest way he ended it, because it was bad. But the funniest way he ended, he said, Oh, this ain't even the this ain't even most of it. I got a 15-minute tape of this man during his career. This is just a short version. I said, Oh my God. I wasn't as uh, when I heard about the Stephen A. one. When I heard the backstory, I guess Stephen A.'s really just been going at him for years. For years, so, yeah. So I was the like, first time when people like, really started saying see how he want to go against Stephen A. Then Stephen A. told him, like, yeah. oh, let, let we can meet him. You ain't you ain't about to for real for real go up against this nigga in, in person. But I was like, yeah, Stephen A. He kind of deserved it. And I was like, if you if you've been throwing shots, yeah, this is the fun though. That's because every time you've ever seen that video of him talking about this man is just not good at the game of basketball. He was talking about Kwame Brown. That was a clip from Kwame Brown. Yep. So he has literally been talking about this man forever. And the best part about all of this, and he had to bring my boy into this. Rest in peace to Bing, man. He said, the reason that Kobe got them 81 points is because of all the screens that he set Yo, in yeah. that game. He said, like, yeah, we scored 82 points. <laughs> he said, even if we scored 82 points together, he said he had a point. And he, and he said he put, them, he put them together with Kobe's 81. Yeah. And I that's when I really started getting interested because I said, Oh, you said you know that like basketballreference.com, the NBA still has your stat sheets on the website. You know, people could just pull all this stuff up that you're saying, right? Now the fact is that he was right. He did, he was indeed injured a lot. But at the end of the day, bro, even when you were playing, come on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> and the words that spell, come on, buddy. <laughs> we all seen you, man. Yeah, because uh, I, I think it was Shannon Sharp when he was talking, it was like, hey, during um the season, he averaged like eight points and five rebounds, but then like in his playoff games, he averaged like nine points and like six rebounds. And I was just like, yo, what is going like? <laughs> And yeah, I'm laughing at folks trying to sympathize with the man. I said he should have went to school. He should have went to school and did it that way. Because obviously catapulting into the NBA was just not for him. Um, also, I mean, it just didn't work, man. I was yeah, I went to school. Got my two years. I mean, I understand they throwing the money at you. you, you uh, um, he always says he was like homeless and things like that. But at the end of the day, I was like, bro, I would have rather have been at a four-year institution than being thrown to the wolves in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd much rather. I mean, full ride, he said. Full ride. And you said, nah, I'll take the NBA money. And people were laughing. It's funny because people were laughing at it for one reason. He said, I was in the NBA for 12 years, so tell me who's at fault. Them teams that kept saying, signing you to the multi-year contracts. Yep. Hoping that what you, your potential would be an <laughs> actualization. First, yep. I'm glad that uh, Mark Cuban... <laughs> <laughs> He didn't get goofy till later on. I'm glad. Yeah, because so glad. 
Because nowadays, you, Kwame Brown would have been a maverick right about now. Yeah, because I know for the uh, NBA and like the NCAA, Kwame Brown was a perfect reason for why they don't want guys to go from high school straight to the NBA. <laughs> They're like, this, this is why. This, this guy is, um, yeah, you might get a LeBron, but then more times than not, you might get a Kwame Brown. <laughs> Man, so this is why we need y'all to go to school for at least one year. <laughs> at least one year. See if you like it. See if maybe this ain't for you. There's plenty of guys who have quit the league. I know one of them went in the ministry. Another one, I think it's like an engineer or something. He did something. And the average is already like four years, anyways, as it is. Yeah, it is. Like the average dude stays in the league four years. <laughs> I mean, you don't got that many. Dirks, Vince Carter's, Timmy D's, Beans. You ain't got that many people like that no more. Right. I mean, right now it's look like LeBron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like old like boy from um Phoenix uh, that um used to play for the Thunder. Like he got oh, yeah, to- uh Chris Paul. No, I'm talking um the one um the young man he used to play for the who? Uh, oh, book. D- uh no, he got out the league. They say he went to like play for China for like a little while. Then he oh my boy, uh Cameron Payne. Yeah, Cameron Payne. Yeah, with, with his black eye right now. <laughs> but um, I was like, he Man, shout out to Texas legend. That that was like one of my main dudes I like talking to right there. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Cameron Payne because one time, look, y'all y'all keep seeing this man shoot unconscious and uh, shoot. He shot crazy in the bubble. Right before that, before the um, pandemic really shut everything down, the last time I saw Cameron Payne play was in person. And I think that man scored 45 points. Damn. <laughs> and he, look, I think he had a double double. I think he had like just as many, like like 12 assists or something like that. I got to look up the stat sheet. But yes, Cameron Payne was like hooping um, in Frisco, Texas. And I got, to, I, I got to be an eyewitness to talk to him about it. It was bananas. But, but yeah, because um, you see, like, yeah, everybody don't always get that chance to come back or make it to the league. So just, yeah, Kwame Brown, like, we, we don't want no smoke with you, but dog, just admit, you know, you was trash. I, I really hope he actually takes, he finally takes them up when they offer to actually come on the show and talk <laughs> in person. I throw those stats at him. I'm like, I think his career, I was like, well, 12.9 or something like that. Come on, bro. Yeah. But you, but but you complaining? I mean, yeah, you got paid for your services. They gotta pay you. Like, yeah, we ain't taking that from you. Yeah, you was able to buy your mama a crib on a golf course and all that, and go. change your family lives and all that. But at the end of the day, you weren't a good player. <laughs> so it was like, like, yeah, we may have gone too hard on you just in media wise. We didn't always have to go to <laughs> Kwame Brown as the example. There's plenty of other examples. We can understand that. But you, but at the end of the day, we just trying to tell you. <laughs> we just trying to tell you. It's like we just gotta you start making <laughs> other names. We'll start saying like Greg Oden and stuff like that. <laughs> we just trying to tell you something, son. It ain't <laughs> look. Hey, I don't mean to be rude, but uh, but uh, you was <laughs> you you you're not who you think you are. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Guess guess he won't get uh, an invite onto the shop. Man, nah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It wasn't 45 points. It was 43 points. Oh, Cameron. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, with, uh, camera paint. It was 43 of them things, man. 43 points. And when I say it was the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life, I because the man couldn't miss. <laughs> he couldn't miss. And then when I saw him do it in the bubble, um, I was talking to my homegirl, Mia, uh, check out um, Hot Take Season. Uh, when am I going to be back on there? I hope she hear this. Um, we were laughing because we was like, yo, he was doing this in the G League. That man been ready. People were trying to like uh, make him like a butt of a joke and stuff like that. But I'm like, nah, he legit. The funniest thing that happened during that time, and then we'll move on, is I think I told you this off mic, but um, I'm going to tell the story. This little kid comes up to him, asks for an autograph, right? And <laughs> he says, hey, you're the guy who used to dance with Russell Westbrook, right? He said, nah, that ain't me. And he signs the kid's autograph. And he looked at me. I said, <laughs> I said, bro, <laughs> that was you. But I said, boy, that little kid didn't know what to do. He was looking all confused. He's like, oh, okay. I said, yeah, that was, it was a boy. He said, don't, don't trivialize me to uh, dance with Russ. Like, you didn't just see me bust 43 points on these kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, so man, speaking of basketball, the shop, one of my favorite shows, is back with season four. Yeah, man, he, man Brock came out hard with this one. Yeah, he had uh Baboni, Baboni, yeah, my boy Baboni, he had uh Hover, yeah, uh, of course, he was there with Mav. Um, man, which uh, which a Guma K. Sister, was it Chinese? Uh, Nika. Yeah, it was Nika. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she's the one that's gonna be in Space Jam too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So uh, had her on there, and Paul and Paul Paul Rivera, like he was basically Paul just Rivera. he was just the translator for, for man. Man, I was just about to say that I was like Paul Rivera was there, but it like he was only there to translate for Bad Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> because Bad Bunny started speaking Spanglish. Yeah, because at first I was, I was like, oh, he, speaks he was speaking. Yeah, it was like he speaks English. And all of a sudden, he went straight to Spanish, and I sat there. I was like, huh, I know what he's saying, but let me make sure you say what he said. Because there's a few times like he said, like, oh, when I was a kid, I felt I was like this, and I was like, yeah. He said when he was a kid, he was shy, but now, <laughs> you know, he don't care. And then when um, oh man, what's his name? Paul. When Paul Rivera said. Yeah, that's what he said. I said, whoa, okay. I still remember a little Spanish. <laughs> but it was not bad. It was really not bad. He was a good guest, and he got to talk about uh, – but they went to WrestleMania, though. I was like, that man – I said, that man got heat at the Royal Rumble when he jumped off that turf turnbuckle. Yeah, he was like, it's real. It's real. Yeah, he was like, it's real. He said he had to train for three months, and he moved to Orlando. And LeBron said something. He said, I'm never going back to Orlando bubble. He was like, I'm not showing up. <laughs> he said, I'd rather retire. Yeah, he was like, after after the bubble being in there, he said, in Orlando all that time for the bubble, he was like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Never Orlando. coming back. He said, that's why I even took my daughter to Disney World, because <laughs> I don't want to go back. But anyway, all in all, for the people who haven't seen the show, we won't spoil it for you too much. Um. 
Yeah, it was pretty good. Like I said, I always love the in-depth conversations that they have. Mm-hmm. It's good to be in the process of, you know, okay, how did they, how did this person become successful? What are some of the keys that they use um, for success? Especially Jay-Z being on there was um, definitely dope because Bron and Hove been thick as thieves for quite some time. Yep, because uh, I know for me, uh, when um, – Mav and LeBron was about first meeting Jay Z, and it was Brown was sixteen and Mav was nineteen. Mav was nineteen, and I was just like, "Yo, they literally have known Jay Z for a long, like for twenty years, over twenty years." Yeah, yeah, like LeBron's thirty-seven years old. (laughs) Like he literally could say, "I've literally known Jay Z since I was sixteen, and just speaking on." Because uh, that was one thing I liked about there was to speak about the fearlessness. Because they're like, yeah, you know, uh, who do you say uh, was it Jay Brown or somebody was like, oh, what do you want to play? And he was like, I'm gonna be a guard. Yeah, I'm gonna be a guard. <laughs> and they're like, we laughed at him. Everybody started laughing. Yeah. And he was like, but the way he was like looking so straight, like, no, nah, I'm so serious. I'm gonna be a guard. And they're like, he was like, hey, after knowing so many people from New York. He's like, I learned you, you got to have a certain type of fearlessness to talk to them and, and talk shit to them. So I, I love that and how they, they use that to talk about that fearlessness with their careers and all that. So I thought that Boy, was super LeBron, cool. LeBron borderline is a point guard. You know <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, th- I thought it was dope uh, with uh, Nika speaking about how thanks to LeBron putting her in Space Jam 2, uh, her and a bunch of people from the WNBA are finally feeling seen thanks to him because he didn't have to do that. And then she spoke her like her culture, the fact that they kept her hair the same, you know. Speaking, speaking of, her, of which, like, um, speaking of which, viewership has gone up for the WNBA this season. Um, as an advocate for the WNBA, I'm proud of y'all. Keep watching because these women are legit. And I've been saying this probably – since the beginning of this podcast, or since you, me and Josh have been doing podcasts, one and two, I've probably been saying this for the past decade. Yep, that the WNBA is legit. Matter of fact, you already know. I went to the first when the Wings first came to Dallas. I was at the first game. Yeah, and then you know I always talk about how I used to go to my cousin's basketball games in high school. It was like, yeah, the reason I started watching women's basketball just in my free time was seeing my cousin on the court. I'm like, yeah. oh. Women be balling, and then uh, you know I told you the my 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 going all the way to Baylor out in Waco, Texas story before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was like, hey, I, I be want to go see these these, these women's ball, even when I think they here in Dallas and find out they they in a city called Waco, Texas. Waco, right? Texas. He thought Waco, Texas was like Fort Worth. <laughs> I was, I was like, the, the Baylor district is right downtown. No, 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 no sweetie. The, the Baylor, Baylor University. <laughs> that, that's when Waco, Waco. I was, I was like, I was like, because I remember saying, I was like, Waco, Texas. They're like Waco. It's Waco, and, and, and Waco's like an hour and a half. Away. I'm like an hour and a half away. We ain't got that time. We made it to the game maybe like second quarter because <laughs> I was like, I didn't, didn't poor planning at all because I thought I was in downtown Dallas. Dang. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm trying to think what uh who was probably there when you went. It was I um, know it was old girl um Brittany Griner. Yeah, Brittany Griner, because which she just dunked in, which she just dunked in the Phoenix Suns game against the Wings the other day. <laughs> yep. Which yeah, she, 
because that was that was why I wanted. Because I remember it was um, Baylor versus Oklahoma. Uh, it was the uh, cancer awareness game because they had the the pink jerseys on. Speaking so. of which, I'm still like I love the pictures I have with her, but I'm still like sad by it. It was during my stupid no smiling phases in pictures. Like I didn't smile in any pictures for like a good year and a half, two years. So I have a picture of her. She's smiling in the picture. I'm looking like smug with no kind of smile on my face whatsoever. Looking like DJ Khaled <laughs> with the beard and everything. I was like, man, I look like we the best. <laughs> oh, we, nigga. I'm telling you, I was like, man, she probably sat there like, uh, why did I take a picture with this fool? I said, I am so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, because like, I'm a big fan of Brittany Griner. Um, I'm because Baylor always has somebody, yeah, some uh, I definitely love the lady that you're gonna like tell my story. I definitely want to tell her the story that, that one day, like, yo, you know, the, the one long time I seen <laughs> <laughs> I came all the way out to the game, did not know that you played in Waco, Texas, because I was just a newbie to Dallas and just did not know nothing about nothing. <laughs> I was like, Look, I, hey, I want to see your play. Am I lying? I did like, <laughs> my life. literally look like I just signed her as a new artist. <laughs> you making a fist too, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's right. I just signed Brittany Grinder in my management group. <laughs> I'm gonna take over the WNBA. We're gonna make some real international. Money. And she's smiling too, like yeah. I'm here with one of my fans. You like yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like yeah. <laughs> I just signed to my. I just signed to my management group. <laughs> Rich Paul, I'm coming for your money, man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, again, that's one of my favorite players. But anyway, back to um the shop recap. Again, it was a good episode. Every episode is always got some gems in it. Um, but yeah. my favorite gem was when he talked about DMX. Uh check out the classic experience when that drops. If it hasn't already, by the time you hear this. Yep, we're dropping it too. Well, this is this is Friday's episode. We'll, we'll, it'll already be out by the time they hear this. Good, good. So we talked about all the emotions and things that DMX took you through, right. which which is yeah, funny because it's stage. documented. It's documented on backstage. Yep. If you watch that movie, like like I told um Josh because I said I don't know when's the last time you may have seen backstage, um but how a meal talked about dmx is literally how everybody at his service talked about him and i'm like that man was alive <laughs> that man was right next to her when she said that i was like wow yeah i, I definitely love that when he was speaking like yo this is my open act here like this this man was coming out with the hype music and all the high energy and i'm sitting there just like damn he's like then about halfway through his set he takes the shirt off, so then the women start going crazy, and then he go into like the, you know, the the lady relationship song, so they going crazy. He's like, and then he ends up with a prayer, and everybody's crying. All right. Like, and then they look at him and say, "Hey, you're up next." It's like, what? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta follow that. <laughs> but he said, "Hey, that that's what made him a a, a better uh, showman, yeah. just going on tour with X, and like, yo, it made me." push my limits and get better doing my own shows. Like, yeah, he says he, that's why uh, that's where he started doing the acapella thing. Yeah. And that's probably one of my favorite parts of going to a Jay-Z show. Because 
sometimes like when he's doing it, you kind of forget that it's a song. You're thinking he's freestyling, you're like, nah, that's just but sometimes he will change the words to where he is, or yep. he'll just say something. Yeah, like so. Thank you, Earl, for that. Yeah. But um, the one thing that I took from that show, because I was like, man, y'all don't remember when Jay-Z was literally wearing a bulletproof vest everywhere. Is when he talked about that. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I was in that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, because I was like, um, Streets is watching. Um he um had the bulletproof vest on uh for that for the video and in the quote unquote movie. Um he also wore it on tour a lot. I think he was on was it Lil' Kim's tour? Diddy's tour, No Way Out tour, or whatever. He wore a bulletproof vest that whole tour, pretty much. Um yeah. Hove had been <laughs> wearing that bulletproof vest for a while. Uh, don't be surprised if it's the cover for this show. I know we had talked about Earl maybe being, well, most likely being the cover, but don't be surprised if it's a picture of Jay-Z in a bulletproof vest. <laughs> I was also going to uh, say um, my my biggest takeaway from the uh, episode was hearing him talk about not listening to 444 in full yet since it's dropped in uh, like yo, it's still just certain songs I can't listen to. I haven't listened to the album in full since it dropped. And then him speaking about the song that he did um, about his mom, and then her actually writing the poem, and originally not wanting to even participate in being a part of the song and all that. And so I thought that was a dope conversation. And then him and LeBron talking about being fathers to to daughters, and LeBron like yo, I come in and. My kids was like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever, uh-huh. And Jay talking about, yo, I learned to swim when Blue was born because if she drowning, I want to be able to go save my daughter. I never thought about learning how to swim, but because of her. Mm. <laughs> I want to, but in, and then he's talking like, yeah, and like then, you know, just getting inducted to the Hip Hop Hall of Fame or, or the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm excited, and I'm taking my daughter to school, and I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, go to the Hall of Fame. And she's like, uh-huh, yeah, Dad, see you after school. This is like, of course, yeah. But like, it, it makes you realize, like, like those big accomplishments don't mean a thing to like the kids. It's like, it doesn't. Yeah, you can be the dopest person to like a fan or something like that, but all your kids are always gonna see is dad yeah. or mom. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 just who you are to them. So, I mean, that was like the coolest thing with LeBron. I was like, well. Uh, yeah, it probably is like that at your house because all your kids are stars in their own rights. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I was like, yeah, you're not really. <laughs> you're not, you not even my favorite person in your own household. <laughs> I was like, you, I'm like, exactly. Mine is Zuri. I've never hit that. Uh, so you got cooking shows and TikToks and everything. <laughs> she doing it big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Her YouTube is always popping. I'm telling y'all. I think so it's called like- All About Zuri or something. Go check it out. <laughs> God, like in the LeBron James household, you'd probably be the last on. The I'm like, man, the basketball is cool. I've been seeing you play basketball for almost 20 years. I'm off that. I said, show me how to make spaghetti like your daughter did or something. You know what I'm saying? Do something different. <laughs> Bronny cold at basketball, too. It's like you're not even the, you're not even the only one that plays basketball. And now uh, Bryce, 
Yeah, Bryson graduated uh middle school. Now he finna go to Sierra Canyon. Yep. And he can hoop. Your wife Savannah, she go from natural hair to you know, wearing her little hair, whatever. Shout out to Gloria James, who's always making sure she does something interesting. I said, man, Maverick Carter. I said, everybody around you is kind of like, uh, because of LeBron, you're like, uh, you know, LeBron's at the bottom of that list for me. <laughs> That's just me being honest with James Gang. I was like, yeah, James Gang is pretty interesting. That's an interesting family. Which side note, I don't know if you know that Maverick Carter's coming out with a book. I actually pre-ordered his book the other day, too. Uh, you should have told me, man. Nah. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, he got, he got a book coming out, so I, I pre, pre-ordered that. I'm about to see that, that link for, for that one. Either A, actually read it so I don't borrow it. <laughs> uh, just send me that link. But, yeah, uh, that's definitely a guy that I look up to. Um, even Jay-Z was like, I like how you do what you do. Because they were talking about performers, and when he cut it off to Maverick, because I'm like, he builds these empires, you know what I'm saying? So, now shout out to Maverick Carter. Like I said, a very big influence of how I like to run things via the podcast slash the Uncle Urban. So, but what else is on this docket? Because, man, I know y'all probably sitting there like, why they keep saying what's on the docket? We don't talk about DMX, so let's, we might as well go ahead and talk about Exodus. Oh, yeah. What were your thoughts on the, on the album? I did not realize it was going to go that hard. Swiss did his things on the beat. DMX, I love that fact that he said on one song that, man, I'm 50. And I, and I was laughing. I said, like, at 50 years old, he's still one of my favorites. And he's probably still one of the coldest MCs to ever do it. Um, Again, Sheik. Sheik was the star outside of X on that album. Basically, he said, I still got some of that get at me dog chic in me. And he did. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Exodus, if that was the last one, well, yeah, that, if they make that the last one, that's a good way for oh, him to live. I didn't mean Maverick Carter. I meant to say Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Oh, Rich Paul. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant to say. Him, too. I like uh, Clutch Sports. Yeah, but I was like, he I, basically I, I, changed um how a sports management is done is definitely um again inspirational it's something that uh, aimed towards so like i said i like well you know i like the whole spring hill slash clutch sports group they got over there because i mean that's 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 black entrepreneurship at its finest right there so but yeah back to um exodus um, money bag yo <laughs> actually yeah. meshed pretty well <laughs> with DMX on money, money, money. Yeah, because uh, uh, especially when you found out that it was supposed to be pop smoke, I'm like, oh, after hearing money, yeah. I don't see how he would have fit exactly. Because <laughs> I was like, this makes sense for him to be on this, but <laughs> when you heard, yeah, I was supposed to be pop smoke, I was like, uh. Maybe he has something in his bag. I really hate that he passed as well. Um, the prayer at the end, letter to my son. It it was like literally you're like on a high from the first 
<laughs> nine tracks and then they i mean no i'm not nine but uh 10 11 tracks and then they just bring you down with the last two <laughs> yeah you're like oh oh this is <laughs> ah, a, this is sad <laughs> this is pretty sad <laughs> so yeah. yeah exodus yeah and then bath sauce with hove and uh nasir oh. skyscrapers was probably one of my favorite songs because Bono actually went hard in that. Yeah, because um, I heard, well, one skyscrapers I heard was actually an old song that was supposed to be for, I think, Kanye West back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but I did want to ask you about Bath Sauce because Swiss said that Nas rewrote his verse, but I wanted to ask you, do you think that he was lying when he said that Ho kept the same verse? And then are you upset that they took the Jadakiss verse off? One, you know I'm upset they took the Jadakiss verse off because you know he probably said some grimy. Uh, Mr. Raspy himself, uh, my favorite Raspy rapper. You know what I'm saying? Got to do, got to get like him real quick and <laughs> and talk like that. But um, Hove, it'd be funny if he like, oh, I went back. No, he didn't. You did. Everybody's been talking about the Kardashian line, and I'm like, eh, if this is really the same verse from years ago, why didn't y'all say this? back then <laughs> about the Kardashian line. I think it's more because the fact that Kim and Kanye are getting a divorce. So that yeah. it, it stands out. But I'm, I'm like, oh, like if I could really find the original version to hear it from when Swiss uh, originally played it, I'm pretty sure that line was probably still in there. Oh, uh, he's talking about like on IG when he used to like randomly play music. Yeah, because he said uh, he played it. During, no, I think he said he played it during one of his ori- one of the original Verses before they became verses. I think it was the Just Blaze one that he originally played it. Hmm. Sure. I need a video on that then. Yeah. Because I know, like, like before the verse, before there was a thing called verses, or what was what you say? Somebody called it one time versus. (laughs) Before that, Swiss Beats used to go on live and just play. Like unreleased tracks and things like that, like randomly in the middle of the night. Like I remember when he had like this thing where like you could quote unquote get his number, and he would like send you like hey, I'm gonna be on live right now, and you click on it and it take to his live, and he just playing random stuff. So if I've heard that verse before, I'd be very surprised. I'm like, dang, this just went right by me. So do I think Hove brought in an oldie? No. I think he gave him five minutes of his time. Said I got a Learjet to um thing uh, to hop on. Uh, Blue is taking up painting now, so I got to take her to Paris. Uh, <laughs> I think that's probably what happened with that. Um, Nas, I believe it. Oh yeah, yeah, because especially with the, the academics line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I enjoyed because. We all know how I feel about that character. Uh, <laughs> man. Man, that's why. I was, look, please. Please, I want y'all to hate me enough to where I can make some money like academics. <laughs> right. Just so I can get close to that man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Ak, how you doing? You'll never see him again. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> you'll, never, you'll, you'll never see him again. He'll be gone. <laughs> I hate academics, man. Wackademics. I hate that dude, man. 
But like I said, it, um, speaking of uh, R- R- how do you say it? R- Rory? Yeah, Rory. Rory. No, Rory and Mom. Man, I hate academics. How he said that man's name. Call him Rory or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, one time. Um, like I said, I tried to watch him on Twitch one time. I just couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't, man. I just hate academics. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to that, I think Nasir definitely went back. But do I think um Hove just uh sent one in? Nah. I think he might like because remember, Jay-Z doesn't write to the point that he probably just spit something that he already has said. So he probably did. He probably spit something he had that never been released. He was like, Have I released this song? Nah, I'll just spit this. Yeah, cause he said that before. He's like, "Yeah, I might have spit something I might have thought of years ago, and I just spit it right then and there, and then boom, that's the song." So, ah oh, man, uh, I hate to circle back. I know you guys are gonna be confused when I do this, but it was funny that things I knew about Hove Jay Z, he talked about on um the shop episode, the shop. I was clearing my throat, my bad. Um, but on the shop, like um, the Bugs Bunny rap from Space Jam, which I still had that CD. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like, knew he wrote that. Acting like a rabbit. I was like, I knew that. Um, <laughs> and it's still, still DRE. Um, if you look, oh, yeah, no, I forgot. Yeah, still DRE. Yeah, I, I want to say I need to look. I need to look at my the back of my vinyl, um, or in the credits of my vinyl to see if he wrote forgot about Dre too. Cause I think he did. Um, because if you listen to both of those and you know how Jay delivers and his cadence, mm-hmm. you can definitely hear him in those verses in those songs. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, because like, Y'all know me, same boom with Jay. Uh-huh. I was like, you could hear Jay saying it. Same thing with um, still DRE. You could just hear Jay Z just flown floating on it, <laughs> saying all that stuff. The funniest part about that whole thing is when he said um, he wrote Snoop's part too. Yeah, I was that like, made me laugh. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I think was it Snoop or somebody revealed that like a year or two ago. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember Snoop saying something like that recently. And them Lolo's girls, deep. But anyway, um, yeah, Jay Z, he has so many rhymes in his head that if he did say it before, he probably didn't remember he said it and just spit it again. Because <laughs> he has so many, um rhymes that in his rolodex speaking of which um march 30th i mean i keep saying march mm-hmm. may 30th um happy birthday to big l him and ho still have one of the best freestyles i've ever heard in my life um don't talk to me if you've never heard it stay away from me if you've never heard it because everybody named mama done heard this by now it's iconic. It's nostalgic. It's every big word that you could think of that is synonymous with incredible. 
<laughs> so yeah, but on to the next. Shout out to the respect from Lil Baby and uh Dirt for pushing back their album so they can um show some respect to X, let him have his moment in the sun with Exodus. Yeah. Um I was gonna say with um Exodus overall, my, my review is just I liked it. Um was it the the Griselda track, the the Hood Blues track? Uh, I, I I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like the Hood the, Blues track course, too. The Locks track. Uh, we we said the money back, yo. The, the money, money, money. Um, the Alicia Keys one was cool, in my opinion. It was like uh, okay, was, I was saying your opinion. Uh, it, it was it was I was like uh, I think because just the last couple of years I really haven't really felt Alicia Keys <laughs> albums. Really, it's like she's kind of like. Let me down recently the last album or so. Um, let's see what else did I like? Oh, Dogs Out with Wayne, all the dog references that Wayne gave in that verse. Oh my goodness, I was like, This is the man. This is Wayne old. has done that twice this year already. Seeing Green and, the, and that song right there. Yeah, I was Wayne, like, Wayne had to remind us that he can't still rap. And I'm yep. happy for that. Yep. And then uh Take Control with Snoop. That was a nice late track. Um then my literally my favorite one, just because of how honest and everything is, is Letter to My Son. I, that's literally my my favorite one on the again. Just because the I, whole album was hyping. I feel like crying and listening to that after listening to Letter to My Son. <laughs> you just like Yeah, he went up and then just oh <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> It went up. You thinking you finna really be on some fire stuff, and all of a sudden he hits you with a song where he just basically talks to you, like, please call me. And then he ends it with a prayer. Yeah. And that's why Jay-Z, when he said on the shop, is very relevant. <laughs> where he said um he can take you through all kinds of emotions. I said that's exactly what he did. Uh, but yeah, like I said, shout out to Lil Baby and Dirk for pushing their albums back. Um, speaking of albums, one that you brought to my attention, Lloyd Banks, yeah, should have an album out by the time this drops, and we will talk about it on the next episode. Because, yeah, when it comes to G Unit, he was the only one that was not named Game before he totally went where he yeah. went <laughs> that could actually spit to me so i'm anticipating that one yeah go ahead, um, go ahead. New, you're the music yeah, man i need yeah. some details man yeah new lloyd banks album the course of the inevitable dropping there june 4th and then just the features alone I, he didn't even have to show me the track list or anything he could just show me the features and i was like oh i know banks is back on that shit because he got ransom on there yeah, it is. He got, he got Rock Marciano on there. Okay. He got Benny the Butcher on there. Let's go. He got Styles P on there. Let's go. He got Vada on there. Let's and go. Then, okay. And then one of my favorite young young dudes singing and rapping, Cy Ari the Kid is on there. So. Ooh. 
And then this better, this better be on some radio Raheem stuff. I'm gonna be disappointed if it's not. And then he got, got he got he got his son on the on the cover, like little, little Christopher Lloyd the, the third on there, like yo, like come on. Man, this better be some radio Raheem stuff for real. I'm gonna be real disappointed, y'all. If this ain't no radio Raheem stuff, real talk. <laughs> I'm gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> as hard as this sounds, I'm like, this is gonna be crazy. Then all of a sudden it's like poo. I'm gonna be totally disappointed. Yeah, and I think Ransom is dropping his project that same day too. Either either the same day or the next week, because Ransom got a new project too called the the set the seven, the seven sins, and each song is named after a different sin. And him and uh Lloyd Banks got a joint on there on on the Ransom project, and Ransom got a joint, I think called Greed with Royce. No, nah, that's joint no, nah, that's uh June seventh. Oh, a few days afterwards. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I was like, either way, I'm I'm looking forward to this this new ransom project too. <laughs> so man, yeah, like I said, this better be some radio right here. So I better be like, hey, this is hard. I'm gonna be very disappointed if it's not. I'm gonna be like, dog, did you did did they just give you 158 million dollars and you score eight points, Lloyd? I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for this. <laughs> I paid to yeah. see this. <laughs> Yeah, New York is uh, on on some shit. They about to drop some shit out, out here in New York. You know, ransom. Speaking of which, when it comes to New York, we finally got something that we've literally wanted for like the whole year. Yeah, you, you, you um, young ma. Oh, young <laughs> young ma finally dropped something. Now we now. Probably for the past, I don't know. Like I said, probably since the beginning of the year, we've wanted Young M.A. to drop a project. She finally dropped a project May 21st called Off the Yak. Now, the thing is, like, successful. Um, I want to say Big Stepper. Well, like, she dropped these uh, um, singles. But she finally, finally gave us a full project. Project ain't that long. 32 minutes. My favorite songs off of there. Successful. Um, I like the song Hello Baby with Fabio Foreign. Uh, again, Big Step is a song that I've liked probably for... It came out last year, on 2020. So probably for the last few months. That's probably been a song I've went back to. Yak Thoughts. Um, was a pretty dope song. Like I said, it's just good to finally hear from Young M.A. because she's talented, but the fact that she's, like, slow with the music is always disappointing. So, man, what are your thoughts on it? That she finally gave us what we wanted literally for the past, like, we've wanted for the past, what, six, seven months? Um, Me, I was, when I saw it, I was like, okay, because I know, Last year, I heard her uh, last project was uh, like the Red Cup or Red Cup Fridays or Red Flu. Yeah, Red. Uh, so I was I was excited after hearing, hearing that last year, and then you know she she kind of went on like a a nice little freestyle run last year, last cu- couple years. So I was I was excited. I'm like, okay, Younger May back with a a new project, the uh, prominent one now that's like TikTok famous is her beatbox freestyle. Yeah, yeah, that's tick. That's the kids on TikTok got a hold of that. I said, I liked it. 
way before, but now the kids done got a whole love it. So they doing dances and stuff to it now. And I'm like, no, they actually went hard. They they up there with they the the girls are up there with their home girls acting like they with them and stuff like that. I'm like, all right. That's not what she meant. I'm like, nah, she, but okay. Have fun with it though. Have fun yeah, with it. And then I, I like that she's she's stepping into a little bit into the the drill the drill rap rain uh realm or whatever. Um, you know, she got the song with Fabio Foreign. And I just yeah, uh, that was one of my favorites. I liked it. So and then she got she got my guy um Mike Zombie on the track. Um that, that's that's my guy. I like I like my, my man Mike Zombie. He he got a couple tracks on there. So uh, uh overall I was I was like, okay, this is this is cool. This is a nice like for me, I wouldn't say a full album. I was like, it was a nice little warm-up track. So yeah, we'll see what she do for the for the rest of the year. See if she drop anything else by the end of the year. So what was like, funny, I think I hit you up in the morning about this. I was like, yo, finally. Cause we had literally just like I think we had like a little meeting, a little meetup or whatever. And that was one of the things we talked about. Either we were playing Connect Four or we were playing chess. It was one of the two. And we was like, Man, what's up with younger man not dropping nothing, bro? Yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like literally later on that week, she drops off. So I was like, "Yo, hey, wake up! <laughs> you know, gonna make finally bless us with some music." Like I said, the thing that was disappointing was that most, like, well, not most, but a good three, four tracks were um, singles already. Like Big Stepper, like I said um, previously, was a song I've liked since it came out in 2020. So. For it to hit the album, I was like, all right. I still listen to it because again, I love that song. So yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I kind of that made me just realize how like some artists, depending on if they tell us when the album was dropping or whatever, I might not listen to the single because I'd rather just wait to hear it fully on the album, which like um like what we just mentioned, Ransom. I haven't heard the Lloyd Banks feature or the Royce feature because I'm like, if it's only gonna be seven tracks on the project, I'd rather just wait to the the project just to hear all seven tracks in full for the first time because I just feel like, hey, they're gonna be ill, they be they gonna be fresh, they gonna be fire. So I'd rather just wait till I hear the album. So like with young young May is like I I I ain't know it's gonna take this long for her to drop a new project. But like the the couple songs there, like Big Step and Autumn, that I already knew that she had did. I hadn't even heard them until I heard the project in full. Cause I was just like, ah, I know she's coming up with something soon, so she gonna do it. It took a little bit longer than her, but luckily, you know, we got other rappers, and you know, I'm a big R&B head to kind of occupy my time and my space that I kind of just forgot about the joints. So yeah, I was happy. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Cause I was like successful and big stepper again like successful didn't come out that long ago i want to say that was either a month or two ago um now big stepper like i said that was last year so yeah it was kind of like uh like i said it, it took me to listen to it in like the track listing i was like oh yeah i've heard these before but it was still refreshing that we got something we wanted yeah. which is a young ma uh project of any length like i said it was 32 minutes so you can get through it on a short drive or a little workout or something like that. So, but yeah, like I said, she too, we get disappointed in you, young MA, because you're too talented 
to just be giving us stuff every now and then. (laughs) Just throw us some crumbs. I understand you say you you working hard, you hustling. We understand that, but we love your music. We want we want more. That's all. We shouldn't have to wait like six months for a single. Right. It's like come like come on and with outside opening back up and New York really opening up. I feel like her and some, some, I mean, some they, young New yeah. York, some some young New York um folks that's been dropping that heat. They about to really t- turn it up now. I mean, they can only remix Whoopty so many times. Young guy, man, give us something else. Movie. <laughs> 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 And I heard he wasn't even a real gangster. I'm so disappointed in CJ. But anyway, <laughs> heard he got exposed. But that's another story for another time. But yeah, yeah like I said, we're gonna keep y'all, we all gonna keep y'all on that music. Speaking of music, Verzu, and we talked about Verzus. Verzus. <laughs> Verzus. Uh, good old Shad Moss. Um I know two of his biggest fans are happy for this one. Uh, you and Mia. He's finally <laughs> gonna do a versus with uh good old DeAndre Way, Draco, Soldier, Drake. Man, the man who came up with that fake game system, and everybody's getting mad at me because I said basically you could have bought that like at any swap meet. <laughs> I used to have one of them suckers where you just basically it's a plug and play. They had all them video games on it back in the day. But it was, but like I said, he a hustler. He gonna keep. He gonna make sure he's a great storyteller. Bah, bah, shot. Bah. You know, what I'm saying? he said he did it again. He said he shot somebody coming his house again. Yeah, I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you ever seen it. Uh, I did a, I did a my own like little spoof of that um, video uh, back in the day. Oh, I was no, like, I, I was like, niggas was gang banging on my bacon, and I was like. Who the fuck is gang banging about bacon? I walked in my crib and you know who I saw? It was Shaggy and Scooby. And I was like, for real, Shaggy and Scooby? Y'all gang banging on my bacon? Y'all got Scooby snacks and stuff? Y'all eating my bacon? And I was like, well, all y'all niggas can get it. Bah, bah. And then I hit him and then I, I moved to the right and I was like, bah, bah. You can get it too. He said, ah. He screamed. Yeah. He said he jumped out with a parachute. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did my own like little spoof of that back back in the day. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Drake. Shout out to Draco. You know what I'm saying? Soldier. Young, young, young another another uh TikTok, another TikTok uh famous song. Uh I think you hear Debo in the back. Hold on. He drinking his water. Oh no, he cool. But yeah, I mean, that soldier. He, she make it clap, clap, clap. He he ain't another one on TikTok. He want another one on TikTokers. But yeah, yeah I'm I, very interested to see. I listen to the song. That song is besides that part. The song is just a two minute kind of trash, <laughs> really. Besides that part, <laughs> you were expecting lyricism and artistry from Soldier Boy. I am sorry for you, Josh. I feel no, sorry I thought, for you. I thought, I thought the I thought the bars would at least been hard. I'm like I'm like okay, no, make it nah. You listen to Soldier Boy for what it is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is the I same like, man that that literally and y'all bought it. It was a ringtone. 
da 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 da. He gave you that. I don't expect a lot from Soldier Boy. <laughs> I don't. I do not. Uh, but yeah, you get you. That one's coming up very soon. Um, I guess Romeo realized ICDC College couldn't be played as an actual song on Versus, so he said no. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I think I think Romeo's probably salty right now. <laughs> There's a lot going on right now with that situation, but uh. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm pretty sure once this fully gets in, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if Romeo comes out like nigga, that was supposed to be me. Bow, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> it's Romeo. And Bow was just like, hey, I was going with the bag, you know. For and real. I can get the bigger bag by doing the one with Soldier Boy, you know what I'm saying? This is what the people want. The people don't want to see me and you. The people want to see me and him. <laughs> yeah, Marco Polo, you know what I'm saying? You weren't there, you weren't outside then. Yeah, and I was like, plus, you know, me rooting for, you know, Team Bow Wow. My dude not only has all his original tracks that he can go with, he got remix verses. He got joints like Destiny's Child, them Franchise yeah. Boys, Huey, Jagged Edge. The face-off the, the face off tracks. <laughs> I, I was like, my dude got a, a nice catalog that he can get in. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just can't go past face-off because we got a shout-out. Friend of our show in our head, Maybach O, a.k.a. Omarion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always we always we always gonna shout out omarion we're gonna find a way to always shout out omarion <laughs> he talented man <laughs> that's all we got to say about Mario. hey his, his album that he dropped last year uh was pretty fire it was pretty dope it, it was yeah, it was it was <laughs> again he's he's the friend of a show in our head man if omarion never listened to one of our shows he'd be like man they really be shouting me out I was like bro we just saying you talented, dog. We never gonna deny you your talent. So hey, <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of another versus, uh, we have Swiss and Timberland tonight rematch. Well, May thirtieth. May thirtieth. Well, no. Oh yeah, yeah. You right. You right. We talk. We got to talk in past tense because this is gonna come out uh, after the fact. So how do you feel about this? Because me personally, I'm just like. We've been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, when they said there was gonna be a rematch, you know, you know, the one everybody thought that we were gonna get for a rematch <laughs> was um, Babyface and um, uh, Nah, Nah. <laughs> we still wondering why Crazy Bone hasn't rebooted his computer yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> he said if you he, he had fixed it, he would have fixed it by now. Yeah, we never got the three six mafia um bone and bone thugs exactly. But yeah, so when I saw Swiss and Timberland was battling again, I was like, uh, I'm not really excited to see y'all battle again, especially after hearing Swiss talk about it on purpose. Like, oh yeah, I gotta make sure I follow my own rules because they said, Yeah, you know, a lot of artists try to play the shit that they like, and it's like he's like, Oh yeah, you gotta play the hits, gotta play the hits. Like, so you know, I guess. This time around, I gotta follow my own rules because I'll be telling these artists all the time, you gotta play the hits, don't play just the joints that you like. They're like, Yeah, Swiss, <laughs> don't just play this this random beat that you may have did like on a DMX album or an Eve album just because you like it. We need you to get to the hits, Swiss. Play the hits, play nothing but the fucking hits. That's all we want to hear. Because I want to hear one band man and band. I like that album. 
riding with my touch with my top down with my jewelry on. I'm just I'm just doing my thing. I was I love that song. Can I please get that? Can I get money in the bank? Let me get these songs, man. Let me get them hits. <laughs> yeah, we like got no money in the bank. Hey, yeah. I, I need all that. Hey, <laughs> this nigga Swiss put together Cassidy, Ronald Isley. Who else is on that that one song? Uh, uh, who I can't remember. It was, it was like Birdman was on that song. Yeah. Put your hands in the air. See, lady, like, boy, that was my song, boy. Yeah, Yeah, that was my joint, but it's like, that is a weird. Yeah, Jada Kiss was on that joint, too, I believe. Yeah, Jada Kiss was on that joint. I was like, yo, this is a weird, like, seeing it in 2021, because I saw it recently, and I was like, this is a weird combination for a song, but Swiss pulled it off. Ron Isley killed it, boy. <laughs> Ron oh, Isley killed it, dog. Swiss Beats didn't have to bring them together like that. Hey, lady, boy. Put your hands in the air. Bigger but I, business. But I probably, I probably won't watch it because I'll probably be watching the Mavericks game tonight. So. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm finna be. <laughs> and you're and, and you, you going to be at the game. so I'm going to be at the game. So Cause he, cause even <laughs> this, I'm about to go watch this this Lakers game and you know they at halftime right now. So you know a, I'm that's I'm not I'm really worried about Swiss and temp, tempo battle. <laughs> if I if I just happen to look at Trilla in the middle of like maybe halftime, then I just look at it a little bit. Other than that, no, I'm not gonna sit there. <laughs> I'm not invested in it. But yeah, yeah. I remember that song like a month. I was like, yeah, Snoop was on it. Uh, Jada Kiss, Cassidy, but yeah, I to this day I will never forget Bigger Business. Yeah, just for the hook alone, and and Swiss brought everybody in there because everybody like Eve was dancing in the video for no reason. Like everybody was just in there dancing. <laughs> like he just said, "How many rappers do I know that are available on a Wednesday afternoon? I'm just gonna have them all up in here with Ryan yeah. Isley." And I believe Ron Isley had on like his normal pimp hat with his little fur coat on. <laughs> oh man, knowing he he gotta let you know. Yeah, he on a white suit, boy. I never forget it. And he was with I think he was with a uh, Swiss and Baby with an all yep. white suit on. Man, shout out to the legendary Ron Isley, by the way, man. But yeah, <laughs> I, unfortunately we won't look at it. But you know, y'all let us know. How it was, like I said, I might just tune in just to see, you know, what's going on. But last but not least, the piece La Resistance. What we here for? Recently, it was brought to my attention by Young Joshua of a 2010 Mount Rushmore. Yeah, three. Faces they had on it was Aubrey Drake Graham, Jermaine J. Cole Cole, and my man Kendrick Duckworth, who y'all may know as Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? So they had the fourth with the question mark. And everybody was like, so who do y'all think should be in that question mark? Check this out. It was 
a lot. I really went through like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I just saw everybody's answers. Some of them were silly. Some of them were, you know, like justified. Um, I I saw the names like Nicki Minaj. I saw um, I saw Wale. I saw uh, man, just multiple multiple people, like people were justified for. It. But again, it was funny seeing the laughing emojis next to some of them because I was like, nah, this person probably did have a good decade. So we're gonna talk about a few people that we think should be in that fourth slot and why they should be in that fourth slot. We're just gonna run through them. I'm going to let Josh go first, and I'm going to go next, and we're just going to go back and forth like that. Uh, yeah, so my list I, I came up with, uh, I, well, I did. I know we, we said three originally, but I ended up coming up with uh, five, possible six, but really just five because I know you probably mentioned them at um, my number. Our mutual? I'm about uh, to say, do we my, got a mutual. Yeah, because uh, my number six guy – I, I really want to put him in there, but because he was there ahead of time before 2010, I was like, I just couldn't do it for me personally. I'd rather him be in the 2000s. But my my list I started off was Future. I said Future Future would have to to be there uh, in, the, in the top spot. Migos had a pretty good. Yeah, that was a pretty good. Uh, he had a pretty good decade. Yeah. I was like, then, then um, the Migos. I, I said they, they, they'd have to be my number two choice, and then for number three, I'd have to say Nicki Minaj. You know, um. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no, I ain't saying that. Don't. Let me. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, if, if it, okay. but I was like to, to round up my top five. I also okay, said, okay, hold on, hold on, y'all, hold on, y'all. He said Nicki Minaj, and I did make a face, and I did look like okay, whatever. It's a personal thing. It's a personal <laughs> preference. It has nothing to do with her talent. It has nothing necessarily to do with her success. Or I'm not hating on her success or anything like that. It's just that when you look at her guest verses, and that's why I do see her right there. You get her guest verses. You look at how she was really before she just was looking at the pop charts all the time. Nikki was spitting. A lot of people tell me, nah, fool, she's still spitting. I ain't seen it. Maybe I'm tripping. If, if she's still spitting, y'all let me know. I will listen. I will support like I used to. And that's what we will be. So, yeah, Nikki is justified. I'm just like, I remember you was in a Target commercial with Mariah Carey. All right, keep going. Uh, But, yeah, to, to round up my, my top five, I said Meek and Wale. And then number six. I said Rick Ross, but the only reason I had to take him off was because even though he had a awesome mixtape run, that actually I went once I went back and looked at the dates and stuff, his mixtape run, which was amazing, it started in 2010, and I'm like, we said the 2010s. I was like, but arguably two of his best albums came prior to 2010, and yeah, um, he started MMG around that time. And they dropped like three self-made albums during that time. He had an amazing feature run, like just like it was a a Wayne type of feature run where he would just, hey, if you put Ross on the record, you knew that joint was gonna sell. So, 
But I was like, the only reason I, I, I couldn't put him as my 2010s Mount Rushmore was because he dropped the debut album in, two, in, in 2005. But I was like, yeah. Arguably, I was like, I could see why we put Rick Ross on the 2010s Mount Rushmore. I was like, but if we went back to, say, a 2000s Mount Rushmore, I was like, I definitely have to say Ross. I'm about to say Ross because you that's Teflon Don. Yeah. See? And you we've already talked about Teflon Don. Like, come on, yeah. y'all. That was the catalyst of everything. And then, like, his guest verse um, on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, and then, like I said, just through that whole decade, like I said, as, as much as I've been disappointed, I was disappointed in Port of Miami, too. Uh, Josh told me straight up, stop putting that on. <laughs> <laughs> stop putting that small little blemish on him. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, Other than that, cause it, he uh, was phenomenal. When, when I was arguing with niggas about the, even putting Big Sean on this list, I was like, my blemish for him, well, me and you, and basically any, anybody that's a Big Sean fan, the biggest blemish for, for probably not putting him on there is Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame sucked. Yeah, <laughs> and like I said, I've listened to it probably about three times in the span of the time it's been out, and I've tried to yeah. justify the album, and it, you can't. You can't. So anyway, mine. I'm gonna start off with the two because Josh said, "Man, screw what they think." Because I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all who had. It. Two people that had a phenomenal 2010. Two of them, and they are no longer with us, and it sucks. Chinks and Nip. Now, y'all probably saying, you saying that because they gone. No. You go back and look at Nipsey's mixtape runs leading up to Victory Lap before he was um, fatally taken away from us. Um... That man was on a roll outside of the things he was doing on an entrepreneurial level. Uh, Chinks, again, he was pretty much the thing that was keeping French relevant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, again, those two right there definitely would be on there if we had gotten a full – well, we did get a full decade from Nip um, from 2010 to 2019. Uh, Chinks, unfortunately, we did not. I believe he was – Killed in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a very unfortunate thing. Another guy that I picked, and you really look at him, uh, really got to look at his discography and everything that he did during his time, was Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino had um, camp. I believe he dropped the EP also in 2010. And his whole run for like Because the Internet, his mixtapes, like his Stone Mountain mixtape. I believe he had Royalty. Yeah, Royalty. Um, Awaken My Love was definitely like a cult classic. His summer playlist in 2018. This is America in 2018. Um. yeah, like Charles Gambino was killing, so he definitely deserves a consideration for that. Um, who else? Our mutual choices, I'll go ahead and run through them as uh Wale. Because yeah. shout out to the, first of all, I always say this shout out to the moons. First and foremost, shout out to the moons. Wale literally was dropping great mixtapes and great albums because literally ambition i believe came out in 2010 2011 yep. right yeah it is and that's um i me and um that was the year i moved down here to um 
Texas, I moved here in 2011. I always tell people, Ambition was my soundtrack for when I first moved down here. <laughs> that was yeah. my soundtrack. I was like, I'm in a, a whole new state, new city. I'm just out here trying to get it, like pursuing my ambition. I was like, that was that was my soundtrack, my life around that time. But the funniest thing is, I think it wasn't until recently you and me talked about that album. You was like, I didn't know that was one of your favorite albums. I was like, yeah. It has um, one of my favorite songs on there. It has Heaven's Afternoon mm-hmm. with Meek on there. It's one of my favorite songs to this day. Um, but yeah, Wale dropped mixtape after mixtape. The albums were solid. His um, features on the self-made albums were solid. Uh, his features were solid. Um, like I said, Wale had a pretty good 2010s. Um, Ross, again, um, Josh went through that. Mixtapes, features, pretty much a good solid. Basically, that decade paid for that big old county that he calls his house <laughs> out in Georgia. <laughs> the 2010s paid for that pretty much. That whole decade, he was going hard. So those are the guys that I picked. Um, like I said, Chinks, unfortunately, was taken too soon in 2015. Um, Nip, like I said, he had an incredible run for the time he was here. Childish Gambino. And then, of course, our mutuals were Ross and Wale. Not because we we team made bad music around here. I hope that Meek and Ross come to a mutual understanding. Uh, oh, yeah, Meek, too. That was, a, again, I guess we just, I mean, you know what? Let's not put them as individuals. Let's do them like we did the Migos. Just, just put MMG, just put MMG, <laughs> put like four little, <laughs> three or uh, three little heads right there. Like, yeah, uh, three Ross, while no, 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 put no, no, four. Got to put our boy Maybach O right there. <laughs> Got to put Maybach O right there with him. So it's like, so you got Ross, Wale, Meek, and Maybach O right there. As MMG, we put an MMG right there. It's like, why is it like three big-headed people and they just see like four <laughs> little figures right there? I was like, that's MMG. Because those guys want to roll. <laughs> And then you know so, I love my dog Gunplay. My dog Gunplay. Oh yeah, he need to be like oh so five like put him right there in the middle. Hey, he, he got two people on our features. Because <laughs> who is that? Um, Gunplay still has one of my favorite songs that I love. I don't know why this song is still one of my favorites, Bible but on the it is. Hmm. Is it Bible not Bible on the Dash? Oh. It's actually not Bible on the Dash. It is. On a daily, I love yeah. that song. Yeah, I love that song. I used to. <clears throat> I know I'm. I know I know I'm a big brother, but when I was consistently in the gym every other day, I literally play on a on a daily on my way to the gym. Or probably it's the first song when I sat down in the gym on a like a machine or something, or on a bike, or I was standing on a treadmill. That was yeah. When I used to go with you, that was literally the first song I play. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love that song, and I still love that song. I listen to it. I mean, that's because I just think on a daily. Um, <laughs> yeah, on a daily. Facts. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think uh, that Gunplay 
is a very underrated talent. I mean, I, he has his faults. We all know what they are. Yeah. But other than that, the man is talented. Bar yeah. none. Looks crazy, but the man is talented. Hey, when a man like Kendrick Lamar asks him to be a feature on a song, because <laughs> he got it. It's like that. That's that's usually how I just end my argument. I'm like, Kendrick Lamar asked him to be him. on it. <laughs> he said, "Please go and play." I need and to all of Gun- material track. And matter of fact, going all them self made albums he was on, Gunplay sometimes had the hardest verses on some of them songs. Yeah, um, like the the intro, the same one with Kendrick Lamar on it when he was like, um, when he was talking about eating um, pasta and and the shrimp and the lobster. And the, I was like, this nigga was. When in he man, he cashed in his triple C check before the rest of them did. He was eating good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, yeah, young again, Gwen, young and I'm like, hey, nah, dog. <laughs> we didn't get we didn't get to eat good. I was like, he said your check wasn't as big as mine, I guess. So, <laughs> but I, um, I have known Ross since we was teenagers, so I understand. Yeah, you know, so he uh, he gave me a different cut than y'all. But the Triple C album, <laughs> uh, look, hey, custom cars, the cycles, and oh nine yeah. <laughs> really did set up gunplay for twenty ten. <laughs> it really did because we was all sitting there like, oh, who is this cat? Yeah, look. With Rick Ross, I will I'll put it like this. He tried. Yep. <laughs> he tried. Yeah, he, 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 he yeah, tried. He, he, he tried. He tried with Triple C because I thought I was like, I was like, oh, these niggas about to be oh. <laughs> it was just like um it was just like TI with PSC and uh, <gasps> uh I want ooh, another guy I gotta get a ooh, ooh, face to TI. Mm. <laughs> I, like, Ooh, I heard it might be true, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I, I've just learned that hey, a lot of our favorites they they all problematic in one way mm-hmm. or but another. the way he did it. Yeah, because like I'm probably in the minority that actually liked No Mercy. Is No Mercy the one, the most recent one? one of, that was 2010. No, okay. Mar- no mercy was the black cover, right? Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like that one. Yeah, I like. I like no mercy. No mercy had. Um, no, no mercy had. First of all, the intro was called with uh, Kanye. Welcome to my. Welcome to the world. That was called uh, amazing. Um, it had that on there. So yeah. Um. Yeah, paperwork was uh good. Uh, like I said, Clifford, Clifford, I hope none of these things were true. Um, <laughs> speaking of T.I., yeah, it was like, but back to what I was saying, it was like T.I. with PSC, Jeezy with USDA. It was... Crew, they it, 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 they hmm? I was like, yeah, they just, they try. Yeah, they tried. They tried to bring a group out and. Hey, Ludacris tried to do it with DTP. <laughs> Show did. And what did we get? Two chains. Two chains. That was about it. <laughs> that was about it. We got two I was like, chains. <laughs> I was like, everybody's good to get at least one, one, one of their under, underlings out. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Ross said this. I got gunplay. 
Luda said, I only got this man named Titty Boy right here. Two chains. He's what his other name is. <laughs> That's all I can get, y'all. <laughs> it just bees look, it bees that way sometimes. <laughs> Unfortunately, big country did not work out for any of us, <laughs> but I'm sure he still gets paid. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much hey, how we feel about it. Still, still right by Luda's side on on stage. Yeah, is the check gonna clear? <laughs> Nobody ever asked Spliff Spot Star why he's still there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. right, <laughs> he, he's still the best hype man in in the rap game. Bust a bus is spitting all the rhymes. He's just up there bouncing up down to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not spitting out a word. I ain't seen. I ain't heard that man speak since uh, the Pastor Kavasia video. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 2010 uh Mount Rushmore. Uh, like I said, it's very uh we just went ahead and just said we put an MMG right there. Uh, because literally that whole group ran 2010. And everybody that was named, whether it be Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, worked with those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot another guy that we said, uh DJ Khaled. Again. Yeah. Has worked with everybody that we named. My, yep. Minus Gambino. <laughs> minus Gambino. Uh, but other than that, yeah. Um, y'all tell us who y'all think should be right there. I think we've already asked um, probably the Music Impulse page. Probably put it on the pod pages um, and see if y'all say who y'all think should be right there. But for us, we put maybe a music group right there because... You literally had those guys at full strength in the 2010s. Meek went away, came back, and was still popping. Right. That's how good MMG was. That's how strong that team was. So, yeah, we 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 think it. We, they should just put a. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. All right. Um, but yeah, we still think they should just put the MMG logo right there in that middle, in that little slot. No, no, no or should put TDE. No, no, no. Kendrick's already up there, so yeah, just put the MMG logo right there instead of the <laughs> just put the MMG logo. Just, yeah. just know we ain't talking about like Peel or nobody like that. We talking about like Maybach O. Uh, uh, Maybach O. Me. Uh, Rocky Fresh. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't talking about him. <laughs> we ain't talking about him either. <laughs> we are literally talking about four people. Five people, I'm sorry. Five people. Gunplay, Meek, Omarion, Wale, and uh, Ricky Rose, Rick Ross. And that's it. We ain't talking about nobody else. <laughs> Them five right there that we named. That's it. Those guys ran the 20 Like I said, uh, what is it? Uh, Omarion had supposed to bait. He had that then. Janae Aiko said what she said with the groceries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's the part y'all remember, but y'all remember them like Chris Brown and Omarion dancing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> y'all don't remember that after she said that. Boy, they was having a real dance battle in the back. Um... I want to say I want to say uh, Chris Breezy too. Twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. I, I put him. I, yeah, he's a consideration as well. I wouldn't put him up there, but if someone said Chris Brown, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they were stupid. I'd be like, okay, 
That makes sense too. So yeah, like I, like I said, we get because that nigga rap too. <laughs> yep. So yeah, uh, like I said, y'all tell us who y'all think should be in that fourth slot. Like we said, Maybach Music Group pretty much was on one in 2010. It was like them and DJ Khaled. Like Miami was just running things. They Miami probably hadn't ran things like that since uh, Uncle Luke used to run around with the Miami Hurricanes jacket on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Rick Ross for knowing what he was doing. But that is the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had fun. Yeah. Um, come back again soon. We will have, like I said, classic experience. You got music impulse, you got this show. You know, I'm still looking for somebody for my next thing. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep looking. Cause like I said, um somebody followed me that I really, really uh like as a music artist. I just wonder if he'll have like 30 minutes to an hour to have a conversation. I won't tell y'all on here. If they say yes, then you'll hear it. We'll just put it oh, right, right. Yeah, but, but, hey, if you hear it, you hear it. If you don't, yeah, hey, it don't even matter that if I spoke me saying something. Yeah, but you know, I will send that person a message and see if they say something. So yeah, um, go ahead and do your uh, thing because I don't think we've re-recorded the newest Addies for everybody to follow. So I'm gonna let Josh do that. Uh, yeah, because you know, we're about to, we're about to be out because your boy about to go try to root on these Lakers currently right now. Um, but you know, it's your boy Smiles at JW Smiles on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow also the music impulse at M U S C M P U L S E. Follow the the main show, Shaw versus Smiles at S H A D V S S M I L E Z. Um, Twitter and Instagram. Um, make sure you, you rate, review, subscribe, do all those things. Hit us, you know, on the socials. Let us know how you, how you like the episodes. Argue with us, with us. Agree with us. You know, you can hit us personally if you if you if you got our digits. You you could do that. Hit us on the socials, of course. Always, you know, like us, like our pages. Then I got my guy Shad. He gonna give y'all his, his socials, and then we gonna be out. All right, Shaw Miller on IG. I'm only posting my story. That's the way it bees. Um, Shaw Miller 13, like I said, if I ain't talking about Snickers or not Snickers, sneakers or the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks, um, I'm just randomly arguing with people because that's what I like to do. Um, Facebook, no reason to mention Facebook unless you go like slash follow the Uncle Urban, the Uncle Urban on all social media. Trust me, they're all there. Um, and that's pretty much it. And like I said, we will do this again in another week or two. And peace easy. We out you. You. Yep.